This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season 12 entitled A Decade of Greatness. We are celebrating the last 10 years of Selking Performance Group being an organization in the world and serving individuals, teams, and organizations by helping them tap into the power of mindset and leadership. And so in this season, we are exploring 10 different drivers that we believe have led to the success of the organization and to the impact that we've been able to have in people and in systems that we've served throughout the last 10 years. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about this driver of experiences. These are data points. These are things that you get under your belt, if you will, that then inform how you go about doing your work, how you go about positioning the work that you do in the world to show value, again, in individuals, in teams, in systems, in communities. And so experiences have been critically important to who we are, to how we operate, and most importantly, to how we've been able to serve. So if you've been following us for a while, you know that um, we really focus from the locker room to the boardroom. So from the sports space to the business space, through keynote speaking, through one-on-one performance coaching, we have a team of amazing performance coaches in mental performance and leadership in, um, in even nutrition. And we have a clinical sports psychologist on staff as well. So really, how do we help people on that journey of high performance? And then we released a book earlier this year called Winning the Mental Game, the playbook for building championship mindsets to really help people understand how does the brain work? How does it impact how do we how we show up? And then how do we train our brain just like we train our bodies or our craft to show up and deliver our best when it matters most? And so that's what mental performance is all about. That's what high performance coaching and consulting that we work with organizations on understanding how do we create a system that's conducive to human high performance? And then how do we teach people inside of that system to think right. And so that's what our experiences have centered around over the last 10 years. So let me give you a couple examples of what I mean by experiences and how they now inform our work. So first and foremost, when I started uh, my master's degree in applied sports psychology at the University of Denver, I knew that I wanted to work in college football in mental performance. Why, might you ask? Well, I was a soccer player at the University of Notre Dame and a lot of my buddies we're football players. And so, you know, if you, if you were an athlete in college, you know, like, you know, after you eat dinner and do schoolwork, you sort of sit around and we used to just sit around with ice packs on our bodies and talking about life. And I just remember these conversations I would have with my friends and they would be like, Amber, I want to be a good dude. I do. But, you know, girls don't wait, make me except you. Uh, adults don't expect it of me. And everything is just so fast and easy right now. So like one day, I'll figure it out. I'm going to be a good guy. But like right now, I mean, 
this is sweet being an athlete, right? Being a football player. And, and yet I saw the influence and the impact that these guys had on campus. Every time they walked into a room, everybody was looking. And so I grew up in a family, in an entrepreneurship family. My, my mom and dad um, had McDonald's franchises. And so my dad just retired after 40 years of being a McDonald's. And, and so I saw, like, I knew the importance of leadership. I was raised in a family that valued leadership. My mom taught us a lot about, you know, leadership and communication and, you know, setting a mission and, and clarifying goals and rallying a team together. And so I knew that leadership, I always knew I wanted to be in leadership. I wanted to, to help leaders. I wanted to write and talk about leadership. And so I realized like, man, if we could get these football players to lead well, the ROI on that would be incredible. And when I say return on I, right, ROI, I mean return on impact. And so when I found the field of sports psychology, that's when it clicked in my mind, man, it's not just about leadership. Yes, we, we want to work with leaders because they can influence the whole system, but we need to work with leaders on building mindsets that are conducive to winning because if they build right mindsets, guess who they lead better first and foremost? Themselves. And the modeling effect is the number one way that humans learn, right? If you've got kids, if you've got more than one kid, you know your second and third kid did things a lot faster than your first kid because they've got a model that they look up to. Adults are like way too big for little kids to actually model their lives after really because they you look so different. But like when you've got a sibling that sort of looks like you that's climbing on things, now all of a sudden you're like, well, I can climb on things. That's the modeling effect. And so right in college, I knew like, man, if these football dudes can figure this out, our campus would be even better than it is already. And so fast forward a couple years later, when I found sports psychology, I was like, I wanna work with football players because the return on impact, one, it's a huge team. You've got over a hundred guys on a team. So it's just a team that has a lot of people. And then two, they're the team that a lot of people are looking to. And if they lead themselves better and show up better, then they're gonna have a positive impact on the rest of the student body. And on top of that, guess what? They're gonna win more football games. And that is good for the school, which makes more people look at the university that they're a part of and then say, well, what are they doing? And if we can start to create a model of what excellence truly looks like and get other people looking at us, then hopefully they'll model that behavior. For the last four and a half years, I've served as the vice president of leadership and culture for Lippert, which is a global publicly traded manufacturing company. And I'm still serving in a capacity there, helping steward that journey of making business a force for good in the world. But we get a lot of flack from people saying, hey, you know, why do you put everything you do on social media? Well, why? Because we want people looking at us to say like, man, what are you doing? How are you truly caring for people and making a profit? Can you really do that together? Yes, yes, we can, and here's how. And so, again, when, when I went into it, I was like, I wanna work in football because I wanna have the biggest return on impact that we can. And so, back to the initial conversation of experiences, when I went into graduate school, you know, I thought to myself, everything I do for the next two years in my master's program, I want it to be about college football so I can get experience under my belt and mental processing about thinking about and investing in what applied sports psychology would look like in the sport of football. So uh, for example, we had to, to read a book in positive psychology, one of our classes. And the one that I read was Authentic Happiness by Martin Seligman. 
Dr. Martin Seligman. And, um, and he talked about like what generates authentic happiness in people. And so we had to then take our book and apply it to a population. Well, I applied that to a, to a football coaching staff population. So if you're a football coach, you know, that's happiness is not usually the thing that y'all sit around talking about, but I knew that, man, just like if we build these young men to be an influence out in the world, if we can get to the coaching staff who is le- who are leading these young men, then man, what a double impact we could have. And so whether again, and then, and then I shadowed some high school football teams that, that um, in our area in sports psychology. So just trying to anything that I could do. So for two years, I wrote every paper I read and thought about how I would apply every book and concept to that population to help get the, that experience under my belt. And so that I could expedite my ability to serve and do good work in that space. A lot of times people ask me like, man, how did you graduate in December and start working with Notre Dame football in January? And and so, you know, for the last five years, I was the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football. And people are like, that's sort of a dream job in your first real like investment in a team. And people are like, you got lucky. I didn't get lucky. I didn't get lucky. I worked for that. You know what I was doing for the five years previous to that? sending articles, sending links, sending examples of applied sports psychology in professional sport team organizations, in collegiate, in Olympic sports, through the strength and conditioning department to get it to the head coach, to just start planting the seed and constantly saying, hey, whenever you're interested in integrating this into your team, keep me in mind. It's about effort over time. It's about experiences. And so for five years, I got experience in selling something in being patient and staying in the background and just informing people and educating people on what is applied sports psychology and how can it help us win in the lives of our people and in whatever we're trying to accomplish, whether it's a football game or, or a balance sheet, right? And so- Fast forward to that, you know, I I went and served at IMG Academy for two summers as a mental conditioning coach. And so granted, I was in Denver, Colorado, down to Bradenton, Florida. So these aren't close places. And then when I got my PhD, instead of, you know, staying at University of Denver, I wanted to go to a different institution to get a different set of experiences. So I got to go to the University of Missouri under Dr. Rick McGuire and be in an SEC environment. I'm just saying whatever experiences that you can get under your belt that are somehow connected to the dream and the goal and the vision and the mission inside of your heart, do it because it won't, it won't be wasted. I've had a chance to teach strategic HR management at the University of Notre Dame and our Mendoza College of Business. I, you know, got to, again, serve as the, an executive in a global company, helping steward the cultural journey of a company there. You know, the, the, the keynote speeches that I've been able to travel all over the country, the podcasts that I've been able to be on all over the world. Is it always like a direct ROI return on investment financially? No, not always, immediately. But I believe that every experience we get becomes, again, a data point that informs how we think, how we operate, and how we're able to serve people that we care about in this world. And so I just want to encourage you for your championship mindset training this week, say yes, say yes to an experience that you might get to to get a data point under your belt. 
And yes, I would encourage it to be a professional experience that you can get, but shoot, if you've been working your tail off and friends have been asking you to go do something fun, or you've just been in a rut for a while working and in a rhythm, go do something. If you've had a dream to go skydiving your whole life, say yes, book it. It's actually not that hard. You can find a skydiving place wherever you're near, sign up and go do it some afternoon. One of my best friends and I, Christy, we were in uh, Missouri together. She came to visit me and we were sitting at a barbecue lunch place one day. She's like, let's do something fun today. And she's like, you wanna go skydive? I was like, hell yeah. And so we literally finished our lunch, found a spot within an hour of us, drove there and went and jumped out of a plane and made a memory together. And so, you know, I'm not saying be silly. I'm not saying take unnecessary risks in your life. But I am saying say yes to some things that are connected with you igniting your mind and your heart and your experience data set so that you can go out and be the best version of you to the world because we need that now more than ever. And if you are going to truly make greatness in your life and in the world, we gotta be able to taste the world, right? To experience different people and cultures. If you've never been abroad and you're able to, Go abroad, go to a different state, go to a different county. God, we live in one of the most beautiful nations in the world that from Maine to New Mexico, man, the the diversity of landscape and culture is huge. You don't even have to leave our country to get a different experience set, to generate a different sense of empathy and passion and understanding of how our world truly works. Don't just stand behind your phone on your social media account and get hot and bothered by all the stuff out there that people are talking about. Go get some real experiences in your own life so you too can have an informed perspective and opinion about how the world really operates and then have the courage to go stand in some of those gaps and be a bridge to individual and collective greatness. Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, please reach out to me directly if there's anything we can do for you. Again, whether it's keynote speaking for your organization or your conference that you might have, whether it's one-on-one performance coaching or even consulting with how your organization operates and how you can align it to what we know about human high performance. Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com. Check out our book. You can get it on Amazon on our website. It's called Winning the Mental Game, the Playbook for Building Championship Mindsets. And again, lots of free resources on our website, www.selkingperformance.com. And then as always, please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets, on Facebook at Selking Performance Group, and on TikTok at Championship Mindsets. So thanks so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.